Legal Analysis Topic 3. Dear Student, Law is Deliberate. Dear Student, Welcome to the Law School Playbook. I'm Hallie Hara, a professor of academic success and a skills coach to law students and attorneys. I'm glad you're here. It's difficult for me to believe I started law school almost 25 years ago. There are a lot of things I don't remember about 25 years ago, but what I do remember well are the many things I didn't know when I entered law school. Policy was one of those things. None of my professors talked about policy directly in the sense of explaining what they actually meant when they were talking about it. Instead, policy was just something that came up every once in a while as students responded to questioning under the Socratic method. Well, eventually I figured out that policy is the purpose or the reason behind a rule. Policy-based reasoning is just as important as deductive or inductive reasoning. As Professor Romans and Professor Vinson have explained, policy reflects how the law impacts society and how the law affects the well-being of the community. Because all rules purport to benefit society, policy tends to mirror the values of society. And because a court is more prone to rule in favor of a legal position that might promote the well-being of society and less prone to rule in favor of a legal position that might harm society, a lawyer should demonstrate to the court how policy supports her position. Policy exists because our rules, whether enacted or derived through case law, are deliberate in the sense that they generally reflect our society's values as a whole. As you can imagine, there are many type, types of policy arguments. Professor Romance and Professor Vincent categorize them as judicial administrative policy arguments focusing on the fair administration of justice, normative arguments focusing on social utility such as public safety and health concerns, institutional competence arguments focusing on whether a legislature or court should decide a particular issue, economic arguments focusing on financial considerations, and fairness and justice arguments focusing on equity. These categories are similar to those outlined in The Righteous Mind, a book by research psychologist Jonathan Haidt. Haidt's research revealed that across societies, there are six general moral foundations, each with a positive side and a negative side. These include care and harm, fairness and cheating, authority and subversion, sanctity and degradation, loyalty and betrayal, and liberty and oppression. A law student or an attorney could use policy-based arguments in a number of ways. For example, they might argue that applying a particular rule to a set of facts would create a precedent that benefits society. They could also combine policy-based reasoning with analogical reasoning by explaining that the policy served by the precedent case also applies to the current case. A law student or an attorney might use policy-based reasoning to expand or limit the scope of a particular rule for the benefit of society. Your job as an attorney is to use policy-based reasoning that supports your client's desired outcome. You would include this policy when explaining the rule and then apply it to the facts before the court, 
demonstrating how the policy interests will be served and competing policies will not be undermined by a court's decision in your favor. Like deductive and inductive reasoning, policy-based reasoning is just another strategy in your playbook that will guide you toward victory. Thanks for listening. If you would like to read this episode, get suggestions for further reading, or to request individual coaching with me, please visit my website at www.lawschoolplaybook.com. As always, do your best and I'll be rooting for you.